0: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Today, briefly, I just want to dispel a rumor. A rumor that Anglicans don't sing Christmas songs during Advent. That's not entirely true, but there is some truth to it. But to get to that, I need to do something that my preaching teacher in seminary told us we should never do. We should never, she said, preach on the liturgical seasons. We should instead always preach on the text of Scripture. Well, I am a bit of a contrarian. I think it's genetic. You may have heard the saying about the Dutch wooden head, wooden shoes, wouldn't listen. So, I'm going to talk about Advent and why maybe we don't sing some of those favorite Christmas songs that we so look forward to singing. The reason is this, is because our church gives us a calendar. A calendar, of course, is a way of ordering time, of understanding our place in time. Now, the worldly calendar would have it that on as early as November 12th, And I say this because this was in my own personal experience this year. On November 12th, I happened to be in a store. Do you hear what I hear? I'm listening to the sound coming out of the speakers, and I think, oh no. Is it what I think it is? It is. A Christmas song. Blaring to us the reminder of how many shopping days are left until Christmas. But the church orders time in a different way. It's not to say that we are opposed to the joy of the season, to the preparation of food and gifts and Christmas cards. Of course not. It's all part of that great celebration we have. But Advent is a season of reflection, of preparation. Not just in the preparation of the season, as I said, with the gifts and the cards, and the Christmas turkey, and the meals, and the invitations, and all that goes with it, but a season of preparation of our hearts, of our souls. You see, it's so very easy to get caught up in the worldly celebration of Christmas. And as I said, as Christians, we don't oppose those celebrations, but we do so with a mind of what we are preparing for. We are preparing for the arrival of God Here among us. Now it's easy to forget how profoundly significant and important that is. God coming to us as one of us, with us, and for us. That's quite significant. The whole of the Christian faith singles around that claim of what we are celebrating at Christmas. And so it requires a deep spiritual preparation. The world just wants to get through the next thing, get it over with, and on to the next thing, right? As soon as the Christmas sales are over, what happens? The stocks are being shelved for Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day and all those other celebrations that we have. But Advent teaches us to slow down. Yes, we are anticipating, we are excited for Christmas, and rightly so. But we need to slow down so that we don't miss the point. Evelyn Underhill, that great Anglican mystic, puts it very well when she asks, What is the great lesson of Advent? What is the great lesson of Advent? And she answers it thusly. It is the many-sided truth of God's perpetual coming to his creatures in secret and humble ways the nearness of his saving care and energizing grace. Advent should teach us that our attitude towards him should always be one of humble, eager expectancy. Our spiritual life depends on his perpetual coming to us, far more than on our going to him. Every time a channel is made for him, he comes. Every time our hearts are open to him, he enters, bringing a fresh gift of his very life. And on that life, we depend. We should think of the whole power and splendor of God as always pressing in upon our small souls. Always pressing in upon our small souls. God wants to be with us. That's his greatest desire is to be with his people. But again amidst the noise and the ruckus and all the fun of this time it's easy for us to forget to take that time to open that door to welcome him in as a guest lest we like the innkeeper say there's no room for you here Jesus I've got too much in my life to be worried about what you are asking of me I don't have time to clean out the cobwebs of my soul, to clean it up and get it ready. No, let us be like those shepherds who were eager to meet him, those wise men who came and out of their seeking of truth, willingly went to the place where they would least expect to find a king. A newborn king, humble, wrapped in swaddling cloth, and placed in a manger of all places because there was no room for them in the inn. So let us this Advent prepare him room. Let us welcome him as the honored guests that as we meet with our friends and family, we know that he is there in us, among us, and that our celebrations are centered on him. The true reason for the season. Thanks be to God.